Hey guys, welcome back to our channel. I am Sherian Shimatero and this is Brian. I'm Brian. And we are Rowena Francis. Rowena Francis. So we are continuing our series on the supernatural. Supernatural. If you want to catch up on that, just go ahead and click right here and uh, and you can catch up on the, our supernatural videos. But mm -hmm. today we are going to dive into more information about angels. angels. That's right. So we kind of did a little preview on angels before, but now we're going to kind of dive into things with the angels. We're going to keep moving through angels. There's a lot about angels. I there think is, it's going to take is. us a little while to get through it. Maybe I can't. You know, one thing that we learned, by the way, as we've already went through the angels, right, is we learned that they they rebelled already. Okay, yes. there was a rebellion that some Not of the angels, of some of the angels rebelled with Lucifer, them. and Lucifer is also an angel. And what is interesting about that is it tells us that angels also have free will. Interesting. Interesting. You know who else has free will is mankind. That's right. And so God has this way of creating things that he likes them to have free will. That's right. You know, he doesn't want robots. He wants us to be able to, uh, you know... Freely choose. Freely choose the things And that that's why, do. like, in the Old Testament, you can see the scripture that says, Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we, we will serve, serve the Lord. Lord. And that, that's... Oh, I'm going to say it. My favorite scripture. <laughs> you got all kinds of favorite scriptures. So anyway, so we're, we're talking about this. And what's, what's relevant about it is, is that the angels, right, when man was created, you know, angels were also now, uh, their responsibilities were to minister to man. And so we have a, there's a scripture that, that references something here in 1 Corinthians 6, 3. And it says, um, it talks about, do you know that we shall judge angels how much more things that pertain to this life. Mm -hmm. So so, so the, when they're talking here in this particular passage of Scripture, they're talking about, okay, look, you know what? Angels are going to be held accountable to us, okay, with their actions, whether or not they, you know, listened and, and you know, obeyed or, you know, ministered to us in accordance to how God created them. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that's of, of relevance. And, and I think it's so interesting, too, because it also talks about, you know, uh, you know, after we, we leave this planet, you know, what are we going to be doing? I mean, we're going to be ruling and reigning. And, and one of those things I was talking about, you know, is we're going to be, you know, acting as judges, right, of angels. So this means that angels are, are told you, are going to be held accountable for mm -hmm. their actions. Yep. So, so let's talk about how angels receive instruction and how they operate. All right. We have, I think there's a scripture that talks about that. It is. All right. It's in Psalms 103, verse 20. It says, okay. Bless the Lord, you, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Mm -hmm. Right? And that word excel, when it says who excel in strength, that's the Hebrew word gibor. Gibor. Which means... It means strong and mighty Powerful, warrior. Powerful warrior, champion, champion, and strong and valiant. Yes. Right? Whenever you hear those phrases, right, you know, when you think of a champion, you know, like, you know, Goliath was a champion in battle, right? And, mm -hmm. and champions, you know, you get, you get banners held up for you and, you know, and all these, you know, different awards, right? Like champions are people who don't lose in battle. Right. They're, not they're only the that, mighty ones. Yeah. And not only that, but it's like, you know, we were talking about the image that we, we tend to project as, uh, 
of angels. And a lot of times we're thinking, you know, these these small little chubby babies with like little arrows and whatever. But in reality, they're these massive, giant, um, strong, valiant beings who are acting on our behalf mm -hmm. according to God's will. Yep. And um, actually, I want to share a little story when... Um, it's just like a little snippet, but you know, if you've ever had an encounter with an angel, um, it, it sticks with you. And so one day, my we were... first encounter with an angel started about 18, 19 years ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like how I just assume you're talking about me. <laughs> That's a pretty good assumption, though. All right. Uh, well, that better be the truth. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, anyways, so we were driving down, um, if you live in our city, EC Row, but we were driving down the expressway and uh, I just looked over at the oncoming traffic, like the traffic going the other way. And this car, there was no, not really any traffic, but there was one car that was, that was coming along. And there was just this massive, massive being just kind of hanging out on, on the roof of the car, just sitting like this and hanging out. And I was just like in awe. I was like, what? And I did a double take. And when I looked back the second time, it was gone. You yeah. have an angel story, don't you? I do. You know, uh, I think, you know, when, when I was uh, younger. Younger? Younger. Uh, you know, are you insinuating that you're not young anymore? <laughs> younger than what I am right now. So when, I, when we were younger, we used to go snowboarding all the time in the States. And I remember this one day we went snowboarding and it was just, you know, one of those awesome days of snowboarding because it snowed all day long. And so as it continued to snow and snow and snow, it was great for snowboarding until you decided you're going to go home that night. And uh, so we were on the freeway on the way home and we're in the States. And uh, I remember, you know, uh, my, my, my younger brother was driving and uh, we caught caught a groove uh, uh, snow and and because it was just this massive snowstorm that day. We caught a groove, we are on the side. Anyways, we, we rolled off into the side of the highway and we were on the side. Our car's literally just, it's just buried in snow. We're on a downward slope, you know, and it was just one of those, you know, basically impossible situations where you're just like, you know what? You're an impossible situation. This was not, not good. We were just like, we're not getting out of here, you know? And so, uh, anyways, but it was so it was such a weird kind of occasion because I remember, you know, we were just like great men of faith all of a sudden. We're just like, you know what? We're gonna get this car out of here. Mm -hmm. You know, we got God. You know, we pay our tithes and mm -hmm. and, and all this stuff. And we were, you know, because we didn't have any more money, you know, like all tow truck or anything either. So we were just like we were just speaking forth faith through this whole time. And we're like, you know what? We started to like dig out the car and. And we had gotten, you know, most of the way of digging out this, the vehicle out of the side of the road. And we're talking like, like, just, it was buried in snow, essentially. And these, and all of a sudden the state trooper pulls up. And, uh, and it was so funny because out of the state trooper, it was like these, these two monstrous men. I mean, they were, they most, both had to been, you know, like six foot six or, or taller. I mean, I mean, you know, maybe I'm exaggerating, but I don't think that I was. I mean, like they were just, they were just big guys. Mm -hmm. And, and they come up to us and like, what are you guys doing? You know, you know, it's the middle of the snowstorm. They're like, you know, we're going to call you guys a tow truck. There's no way you're getting that vehicle out of here. And we're all like, no, we're getting this vehicle out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, we had this little quick conversation about it. And we said, listen, we're just about ready to try to push this vehicle out of the side of the road. You know, like we're in a ditch on the side of the road. You know, we'd have to push it up and all this stuff. And, and I said, why don't you guys try and just help us out for a moment, right? And I mean, 
it's not like every day, you know, a state trooper comes along, you know, monstrous men, and, and, and even that they're going to, you know, generally help push your car out of the ditch. And so, uh, anyways, these, these guys just said, you know what, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come help you, you know, if it doesn't happen, you know, we're going to call a tow truck. So, anyways, they come down, and I'm telling you, we step on the gas, these guys help grab the back of the car, and it was like, they just kind of, like, picked up our car and, like, threw it onto the road. Like, it was just like, wow. <laughs> and so... Anyways, we like jump into our car, we go to take off, we look back in the rearview mirror, there's no car. How's they're that? Gone. They're gone. Like there, there was no state trooper vehicle. Sounds pretty supernatural to me. Sounds pretty supernatural. So we were always just like, you know, maybe mm -hmm. this was like actually an encounter, you know, with an angelic being or mm -hmm. something, but... Uh, and so this kind of brings me actually, I know none of that was in our notes, but it's fun to kind of recount these stories. Mm -hmm. But in that scripture that we read in Psalms 103.20, when it says, Bless the Lord, you, his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Um, that word, that phrase, they heed the voice of his word. Mm -hmm. That word heed is a Hebrew word, shama. Shama. Which means that they knew intimately um, the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so this is the thing with angels is that they know intimately God's word and his will, and they're waiting for those orders to be put into action, to be able to act upon God's word. Yes. And so, and that's where we come through with prayer, right? Yep. And so, you know, e even in that situation, the boys, they could have easily been like, you know, like this is useless. We're not getting anywhere, you know, whatever. And then even when the men came, the state troopers came and said, like, we're going to call you a tow truck. You guys aren't even getting out of there. They had an opportunity in that moment to be like, you know what? Yeah, no, yep. just call us a tow truck. But they were like, no, this is what's happening. And they were enacting their faith. Yes. And, and, you know, I mean, we were great men of faith. They that were, day. yeah, just solidifying their faith, but, but they mm -hmm. were able to get out of there mm -hmm. and they really believed that that was an encounter with angels as, yep. you know, they just, they disappeared right afterwards. They weren't, they were not there. There was yep. no evidence of them, nothing. Yes. So, so in the word of God, right. And we were learning a little bit previously that, you know, there's like, it's like, it functions like the military, you know, there's mm -hmm. like rank and there's orders yes. and there's yes. instructions and it says, and they're here to minister to mankind. Yes. And so so as we operate and function with the word of God, it says that they heed the word of God and that's what function they, they activate and, and they do the will of God in accordance with his will. I want to kind of share a few, like we'll just want to do a couple examples yeah. in the Bible of yep. when we can see that angels ministered to people. Okay. All right. So we can see in the very beginning, Abraham, he prayed, right? And two angels were loosed to save Lot's family from Sodom. Yeah, I mean, they, they came in, they were, they walked into the city, they, you know, they were assessing it, you know, I mean, it says people were even beating on the doors, you know, to, you know, to get to them. And it was, you know, they, they were manifesting, obviously, in, in natural form, mm -hmm. right, which is something that, you know, we haven't got too much into yet. But uh, angels, right, they're supernatural yeah. beings, but they can manifest right and they can uh, materialize or however you want to say it in the, in the natural realm that we are in that's right and then one of my favorite stories is uh with moses you know and moses. the angel of the lord he uh went between uh the children of israel and their enemies mm -hmm. right yeah i thought the you were going to explain that. well no i mean there's between the there's, egyptian army right yeah i mean he stood between between them Right. There's yeah. there's all kinds of examples about how angels, you know, showed up and, and did things within the word of God. Mm -hmm. I like, uh, you know, you know, it says Israel prayed and an angel appeared um, 
you know, in, in, to Gideon. To Gideon, right? Yeah. So, you know, an angel of the Lord. So Gideon, you know, has this whole, uh, you know, situation, you know, where, you know, God, you know, shows up and he's like, you know, Gideon, thou mighty man of valor, valor. And he's just like, what are you talking about? Me, I'm like the least in my household. And then they go through this whole, you know, conversation, right? And mm -hmm. back and forth. But mm -hmm. but, it, but it was the angel of the Lord, yeah. right, that, that showed up here. There, what about Elisha and the chariots of fire? Elisha, the chariots this of fire. This story is something that just boggles my mind like I love it mm -hmm. so you know Elisha the um so the Syrian army was was coming after Elisha because he was um basically he was prophesying everywhere that the king was going to attack the children of Israel and so mm -hmm. um he could never attack them by surprise yep. because the prophet of the Lord was basically a, interrupting his plans a word of knowledge a word of knowledge mm -hmm. and so what happened was the king was like sent his army okay now go take out this prophet so that i can finally get to the children of israel yep so the army went and they were and they were surrounding elisha and it says that when they got up uh, elisha and his servant the servant that was saying like oh my goodness we are surrounded mm -hmm. and elisha prayed and he said lord open the open his eyes so that he may see and all of a sudden his eyes were open and he Boom. saw surrounding the so he didn't see the enemy surrounding them what he saw was chariots of fire angels just surrounding the enemy and mm -hmm. they knew that god was on their side and god was gonna um mm -hmm. take care of them and it caused confusion to the syrian army and they actually led them out anyways mm -hmm. to their own demise it, it was it's such a great story yep there's another story, you know, where Hezekiah prays, I believe this is in 2 Samuel, and, mm -hmm. and the next thing you know, there's 185,000, uh, you know, of their enemies that got killed in, you know, one little bout of that sort. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's not talking about, you know, uh, heeding, you know, to the word of God, yeah. you know, and helping out, you know, in the situation where your enemies are really at it your just doorstep. Gives, it just gives so much hope mm -hmm. that when you're going through battle, which we're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. going through spiritual battles, when you're in battle mm -hmm. and you know that your battle isn't against flesh and blood mm -hmm. then and knowing that God is on your side and when God is on your side mm -hmm. then like you just you cannot fail there yeah like take Daniel Daniel yeah. for instance he had two kind of supernatural encounters of this one of them you know talks about you know where he got sent into the lion's den and then mm -hmm. they said the angel of the Lord just shut, shut the, the lion's mouth the mouth of the lions and then another <laughs> like wait could you even just imagine like you're in a pit with hungry lions lions for a full night knowing that like the whole intent is for them to eat you so they've starved these <laughs> lions so that mm -hmm. you can be their dinner and yeah. just knowing that god shut their mouth and and not like, only that shoosh. he was able to sleep that night like mm -hmm. i don't know about you would you be able to sleep if you were in well, i think it says that he was praying through the night so <laughs> okay. that kind of helped a little bit but another time it says that he was praying and, and that you know we haven't even got into the, these parts of it yet, but it says that uh, Michael, mm -hmm. right, had to come and help to fight the principalities, right, to deliver a message, yes. you know, to be able to get to Daniel. So here's another part, you know, where they're acting on their behalf, and this is where, you know, things are not, a, you know, in the natural realm. Mm -hmm. This is a spiritual battle that's taking place. Yes. And that was another example. So, I mean, in the New Testament church, I mean, you know, you got, you know, Peter, you know, he's in jail. The next thing you know, an angel of the Lord shows up and basically mm -hmm. and helps walk him out of the prison. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, these are things. So and you cool. Gabriel 
you know, shows up and delivers some messages, you know, to Mary and another message, you know, to Elizabeth and Zachariah. So, I mean, angels showed up all over the place, Everywhere. you know, for Samson's parents, Manoah. Mm -hmm. So... This, like angels are here and they deliver messages they they heed the word of God they mm -hmm. function on that behalf and uh, they they you know go back and forth as need be between you know the natural world and the supernatural world yep that's right and so there's a there's a verse I want to read on here which talks about in Psalms 91 and it says in Psalms 91 it says 11 to 13 it says for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways they shall bear thee up in up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. That's pretty cool. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, and the young lion and the dragon shall trample under their feet. And I just think, here's a part of this, is that often I think that we go into battle unprepared. Yeah. We go into battle, you know, often without our, without, without our armor, armor, our spiritual armor, which is something that is important that we need to put on every day. Mm -hmm. But also when we go into battle, we need to know we also have the angelic hosts that, can, that are operating and activated through the Word of God. And I think that's important that we bring them into the spiritual wars that we are in because they're the ones who are warring on our behalf with, with Jehovah Tassava, the Lord of hosts. All I know is that I don't want to go into battle on my own and I don't want to go into battle without God or His mm -hmm. angels surrounding yep. me. Yep. Right? So I think as we wrap up, there's a couple of things I want you guys to remember here. I think there's one more verse we're going to read. Uh, but before we read that verse, listen, angels, they have free will, okay? But they also have instructions that they are to minister to the heirs of Christ. And as they are to minister to the heirs of Christ, they are to heed the word of God. Now, they still have a choice whether or not they're going to do that, okay? But, as I said, that's where it says that we will judge them in the end, okay? But the reality is, is that there's two-thirds of the angelic hosts that are heeding the word of God and mm -hmm. acting on behalf right of what god created them to be able to do in that process which was to minister to mankind mm -hmm. and so i think this is really important it says that when it says in luke 10 19 it says christ has given us all authority over everything represented in the spiritual world and they're subject to his name mm -hmm. which is jesus and we invoke that name when we pray mm -hmm. okay it also says in first peter three twenty two, and that says who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, and this is speaking of Jesus, and it says, angels and authorities and powers have been made subject to him. Yeah. Why? Because, of, and here's another one, in Philippians, I'm sorry, I'm throwing out some verses here at the end, Philippians 2.9, it says, therefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name above all other names. That is the name of Jesus, that every knee shall bow and all those in heaven and those who are in earth and those who are under the earth. And so here's the thing, God's given us authority. That's right. He was the one who, who worked that authority when he redeemed us at Calvary. Yep. And so now he gave us that authority. And with that authority comes the power of the name of Jesus. That's right. And it says, Behold, I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. And mm -hmm. that's the promise that we have today as God's children. Mm -hmm. So I want you guys to know when you go out there, we activate and we evoke the name of Jesus and the word of God through prayer. And that is what our angelic uh, beings, those angelic entities, they activate and they heed the word of God. So as you go forth today, make sure that you are activating your angels. Make sure you are praying the word of God. And we look forward to sharing more information with you guys about 
the angelic host in the supernatural realm. See you guys soon.